In Matthew 4.19, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Join us in this conversation as we discuss following Jesus, leadership, and doing life with others. Welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. My name is Beth Laurie, and I am your host, and I'm so glad to be with you today. And today I have a very special guest, uh, my sister, Sandra Thrasher. Hi, Sandra. Hi. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, we're so glad to have you. Uh, I want to introduce my sister. Um, she is an amazing person. Of course, I'm going to be very uh, complimentary of her because I love her so much. But she is just a fascinating woman. She always has uh, inspired me. She's my older sister. She uh, is an IT program manager for General Dynamics. She is a fourth degree black belt. She is full of all kinds of hobbies that just always inspire me. Uh, one being a boat driver. She's a captain now. <laughs> and she's also a, a mother and a disciple of Jesus. And she's my sister. So I am so glad to have you here with us. Uh, glad to talk to you for this next little bit. And I, I brought my sister on because I have some things I want her to share with us today. But before we get to that, Sandra, I would love for you to tell them a little bit about your story, how you became a disciple of Jesus. Sure. Um well, you know, as you know, we were raised in the church. So mom and dad took us to church. We we went to church um, and I embraced that at a young age myself, probably more than the rest of the folks, rest of y'all. <laughs> um, but, you know, we were raised in the Methodist church. We went through the convocation classes um, where the minister met with us every Sunday for a couple of hours for several weeks and uh, taught us what it meant to be a Christian. And uh, we memorized a bunch of Bible verses <laughs> during that. and. Uh, you know, the Apostles' Creed and a bunch of other things he had us do and really learned what it meant to be a Christian. And then at the end of those classes, we stood up in church and professed our faith. So that's how it started with me. Um, and then I was active in the uh, Methodist youth group for our church. Um, we participated, I participated in, in a lot of the activities there, even in the choir, though I can't really sing, <laughs> did, you know, did the things with the youth group. Also, um, I chose a uh, Methodist-based college, but it didn't take long when I was in college. I got exposed to things of the world, and uh, before I knew it, I uh, was married to someone of a different faith and uh, didn't really go to church anymore or, or practice my faith. Um, fast forward uh, several years later, maybe about 30, actually, and uh, I was divorced and uh, been through a couple, one or two long-term relationships after that. But really wasn't uh, that part of my life. The uh, male relationship part wasn't going well, um, and I wasn't going to church still. So I I decided, and and uh, Beth, you probably remember you and Mom both uh, during about that time that I broke up with the, the that last boyfriend. Um, you guys said, "Hey, why don't you come back to church?" <laughs> and you, not a lot of pressure. Just mentioned it, and um, you know, probably took a few months of that, but. I uh, decided to do that, um, and that was about uh, four years ago now. Um, and I kind of feel, still feel like a new believer, actually, because it kind of started from scratch. Because when I you know, joined the church when we were young, I was, you know, probably about twelve. Yes. Um, so you know, thirty years later, I was much older than twelve, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually didn't leave until a. Uh, Leave the church really until I was about eighteen. So uh, yes, I was in in uh, 
more than 30 because I was in my 50s when I came back. Um, so uh, anyway, so I uh, that's that's kind of get kind of how I got here. Um, uh, I I joined the church. I decided um, to become a disciple, and I, like I said, I still feel like a new believer. But uh, I am reading the Bible every day. Mm-hmm. I have a quiet time. I'm involved in the church. I'm involved in several groups. Uh, try to do missions. Try to do uh, you know things that I need to do to follow Jesus. Yes, and um, and as someone who knows my sister, and she's always pretty much had a, a humble heart. But when she says um, try, she really is all in. It's been really beautiful to witness the last four years of her growth. Um, she has inspired me incredibly. <clears throat> just how she has really had a fervent for getting to know um, the Lord in new ways and getting to live her life aligning to his teachings. And so it's really beautiful to watch. And that's actually part of why I had you come onto our podcast, because we usually have uh, disciple makers, either maybe someone who's been discipling for a while or someone who's just starting off. Um, But what makes you really special, and and I did ask some other people, but um, what I know about my sister is she has uh, a passion already for memorizing God's Word. Uh, She really does want to know it and, and meditate on it and listen to it. And this is one of those topics that people shy away from. I, I I asked a few people if they would come on and talk about this topic, and they were like, Beth, I struggle to memorize scripture. I don't think that's the topic I could talk about. Um, and I just want to send a big shout out to two people who have always been other inspirations for me, which is um, Hernando and Todd Moss, Hernando Montana and Todd Moss, if you guys are listening both of them know like 2,000 scriptures. They they have done such a great job at uh, memorizing the Bible and using God's word in conversations. Um, but I see that in my sister, too. Uh, she's in the earlier phases of, of where, where they were probably years ago. But um, it's the dedication to the memorizing scripture that's super important. So with all that being said, Sandra, I would really love for you to tell us, like, just in your, you know, recent experience, why is it so important to memorize scripture? Well, I want to start with uh, a scripture that I've memorized. Second <laughs> um, Timothy chapter three, verse 16. Um, All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. So as part of my belief, I believe that the Bible is my guide to all matters of faith and practice. And that verse, 2 Timothy, is really kind of key. Uh, if it is God-breathed, the Bible's God-breathed, if it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, that means you need to teach as well as understand it. And what better way to really understand and be immersed in it than, than to uh, to memorize. And I, and I don't think I can memorize the whole Bible. I'm not even sure I can memorize, what did you say, 2,000 verses? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, it, but memorizing is a good practice, and it I think it'll be there for you. Uh, I think it's very useful. I, I, I've got another verse that I think uh, uh, kind of is a good picture of why you should memorize in Deuteronomy 11, verse uh, 18. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. That's a good visual picture of how important that the word is. Um, And I was thinking about, uh, besides being a mom, I'm a grandmother. And uh, I picked up uh, my grandson, uh, little Matt, I had to, uh, he was at my house on Friday night and Saturday. And I had to uh, 
help him do some of his homework. And he's in Zoom classes, and so it's all automated now. But uh, he was doing math, uh, and he was actually struggling with some basic addition. He's just in the first grade, so he should be struggling right now anyway. But um, but so, you know, if you think about it, Beth, if I asked you what is one plus one, you don't have to think about it because you know the answer, right? <laughs> two plus two, three plus four, you know, those are all things that we had to memorize. We also, when we were grow up, growing up as kids, we memorized tons and tons of spelling words. And we had, we did vocabulary, uh, you know, all of those things actually led us to be, gave us skills and tools we needed so that we could, um, reading comprehension, we can understand, we don't have to think about it because we know the we know what two plus two is. So if we're adding larger numbers, we can kind of do that in our head fairly easy. Or if we're not, we can we can use a calculator. The point is, is that we understand the basics. We have that down. So I also think that memorizing scripture, um, you, you you get the basic tools in your in your in your mind and heart, and you can pull them out just like that. Um, also, if you're teaching, um, what better way to um, tell somebody about Jesus and how much you love him and what you believe than being able to quote scripture. Um, I was reading about this ahead of time and I, and I read where a pastor one time uh, was a little embarrassed because he went to the hospital to, uh, to, you know, to work with uh, someone who was ill there and he forgot his Bible and he wasn't able to quote the exact scripture and verse. And I'm not a pastor, but I want to be a disciple maker and I do have some teaching skills. I believe that's one of my spiritual gifts, too, is teaching. Um, so the, the best way to teach other people is being able to have it, uh, you know, memorize yourself. Yes, memorize yourself, because then you're carrying it with you at all times. Right. And just to give a few, uh, you know... Reminders of that in the Jewish culture, you know, in Jesus's time, uh, young children, you know, went and learned. They they literally memorized the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. That and we do know that kids have this sponge brain. I love what you were just saying, like memorizing our multiplication tables or spelling words. You know, kids are really good. And I hear a lot of people say, "Well, I'm older now. My brain just won't do that anymore." Um, but and so that might be true. There might be some physiological things that happen in our brain. Uh, but it, it is so important to write it on our heart, like like you were saying, to be able to pull it out. So if you're having a bad day and you need God's word to inspire you and you don't have your Bible right there or there's there's a movie called I'm just going to plug this real quick. The Book of Eli. If you guys haven't seen it, it's an interesting movie. It's a shoot 'em up movie. Uh, so it's not a girly movie at all. But uh, there's a reason to watch that that movie with Denzel Washington in it. The Book of Eli. There's some um, some scripture memory in there. Just I'll plug that right there. But but in having <laughs> in having that uh, scripture, it's at it's at our fingertips, right? It's part of us. It's like it's within our flesh, even because uh, we know it and we we live it and we we're, we're reminded. So if it's God's promises and we're having a bad day, oh, we're clinging to His promise, uh, and that's just so comforting, so useful. And to your point of teaching, then all of a sudden, if someone asks you a question. You're not just giving your opinion. You can quote scripture back to them. And you're quoting the word of God, which has power and might. I mean, it's going to do way more. It's a it's a sword. <laughs> uh, so it's going to do way more than anything I could say. So such good points you make. Thank you very much. Um, so tell me, what are some tips? I mean, I, I, I see you 
for you guys listening, uh, Sandra and I are in a discipleship relationship. We meet every Tuesday night on Zoom um, and are going through some some studies together. Uh, and she always has her memory verse ready. And she's even like, before I even ask her, she's like, I got the verse. You ready to hear it? <laughs> uh, and she's not a show-off person. She's just excited that she's learned another passage. Um, so tell me, what are your tips? What are you doing each week? Uh, I, I do want to say just one more reason to, that reminds me one more reason why, why, why I like to memorize, because it, 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 it can also help you apply it if you have it. Memorize can help you apply it a little better. Maybe understand it a little better if you're reading it while you're while you're memorizing it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, tips. Well, um, there's there's lots of different things you can do, and and you are absolutely right. When I was a kid, and we were going to vacation Bible school, and in and and in the classes in church, when we were memorizing verses, and I was I was good at it back then. But um, yeah, I I, it's not that easy now. Uh, it's a lot harder. It's you surprise me when we meet and you say, "Hey, you got it! I can't believe you're so good at this." And I was like, "Yeah, it was a lot of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it takes practice, a lot of practice." And, and here's some tips um, and something that I'm working on myself too. Um, you, one of the things I recommend that you do is cite the number, you know, the chapter and verse or verses that you're memorizing, and say them out loud. State the verse and then do the cite the number again because um, I think I think when I first started uh, memorizing earnest this time I uh, forgot that part and I was focused more on the words and now I, now I know some good words but I don't always have the exact uh, chapter and verse so I'm going back and and and, and working on that um, so so I also recommend you choose a modern translation one that you're comfortable with and can understand well not everybody likes to do this but um but if you're reading the bible every day then the ver the the the, the translation that you're using is probably a good one if you're using a primary one um yeah not the I amplified like the bible right the amplified would add a lot of extra words so not that version uh, maybe <laughs> message the message, yeah, is the message very might be too wordy too okay uh, so even the old james version has all those thousand shalls and stuff that's a little harder now yep Although, you know, one of my favorite verses that I've that I've never forgotten from childhood is John 3, 16. Mm -hmm. And I still put in the whosoever's and (laughs) (laughs) that's the way you learned it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Some other things is I like to break it down. Um, I I say it out loud and I and I repeat it over and over again while I'm reading it. I'm, I'm a visual learner. So having it in front of me while I'm saying it out loud and and where I can say it and then. I actually close my eyes for a second why why I'm repeating parts of it and then adding to it and then looking and then and I get it ha- memorized for the moment like maybe the first time I do it and if it's too much then I just do one I don't spend a lot of time each day on it but I do spend time most days on it um and uh there's other things you can do uh index cards are great if you still like to write a lot of things down I I use uh notes on my um iPhone and iPad I, I have a different note card. I kind of use it as flashcards, um, and I and I keep it on there. And every time I get a new memory verse to uh, you know to memorize, I uh, I put it in there. Um, also, having a plan, like even if even if we're not meeting in this class, Beth, and we want to, and and I'm still going to do this every week. I'm going to find some memory verse because I'm excited about it. I like I like being able to uh, to memorize it. Um, I'm going to still, I'm still going to pick a plan. You know, this is the, this is the verse, or this is scripture. I'm going to study this week, but I'm going to memorize this week. And then at the end of the week, I'll recite it. Um, 
even if even if I said it does help to to have you in our um, group meeting because I because I have feel like I have accountability then mm. that that's what kind of made it easy for me too. Um, yeah, my younger sister, I'm going to recite a verse. I committed to uh, doing that, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I kind of have to now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that helps, uh, but. Even if I didn't have that, I, I don't know. I might call you up and say, "Here's my scripture." <laughs> I uh, that is the most uh, practice reciting, and, and one of the other tips was you know practice reciting to a friend. It was kind of what I was saying. I have it. Um, it helps to to spell it out and have it available. I have a list, like I said, in particular notes. Um, but if you if you like writing down, write your own little flashcards and index cards, and and take them with you. Um, I also. Um, I use the uh, the Bible app. Oh yeah, and uh, what is that? A Uvert by Uverse, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I read the Bible from there a lot. And I uh, if and you taught me actually how to make an image with it with the verses. Yes. Um, so if you're a picture person, you like the image, and that helps you memorize. That's a really good tool for that. I also um, it, I don't know if you know this, but if you call a certain scripture with it, you can actually. Um, in the car, I turn it on audio and have it read it to me. Um, so if I'm having trouble with something in particular, I uh, try trying to remember. Um, if I'm on the car on the way to work, I may uh, have a you know Bible app read me the verse I'm trying to memorize. Those are really good tips. I love um, that you you put in some old school and some new school stuff. So like I can hear, I know some people who write the scripture because there's something literally that does happen between our brain and our hand when you write it with your in your own handwriting. And you said you put it on a flashcard. I do that sometimes. I'll put it in my car or in my bathroom or in the kitchen, the places that I might be hanging out for a period of time and being able to look at those while I'm doing other things. But I also really like your electronic tips because I do think our culture is moving that way. Um, And I know that people who take, um, like you were saying, they make the image of the verse and then they make it their screensaver. So every time you pick up your phone, (laughs) you see your memory verse for the week. And so that's, you know, yeah, a real practical thing uh, that you can do. And it just feels like there's so many sort of practical things um, that we can, you just have to figure out how to make it, get it in front of you, right? You know, I have a friend who like, Every time I go to the refrigerator, I see my memory verse for the week. Okay, that's good. Uh, you know, whatever whatever you're doing. So I like what you're saying here. It, there is effort in it. It's not just going to happen just because we put it somewhere. You're right about the effort. Practice, practice, practice. Um, you, know, you, you told everybody I was a, a black belt. Um, I'm also an instructor. Um, I had an instructor friend of mine that um, as we're teaching our students, you it's, it's almost like a dance recital, but it's a particular uh, form or kata. You probably heard that called for different ranks, do different types of techniques. And when we're teaching that, it's different for, like I said, each each person at a certain rank level, white belt, green belt, whatever color they are, have certain moves they have to, they have to learn and demonstrate so they can move on to the next rank. And um, one of the things that my instructor friend tells me is practice, practice, perfect practice, makes perfect. So if you have the scripture in front of you, the, the whatever translation you're using, memorize it as it is exactly um, so that the exact words come to heart, come back. Um, I, don't try to memorize it, paraphrase. And I, I, I do want you to, we do want to understand what it means and paraphrasing sometimes helps with that. But uh, like I said, perf, 
perfect practice makes perfect. Yes. And thank you for saying that because I, I hear people say, oh, I, I forgot a word or I, I didn't say it exactly right. But they really, they got the gist of it. They can explain it. They you know how to apply it to their life. I mean, like that's good stuff right there. You know, like we're not, we're not trying to be, uh, it's not for a test, right? Um, no, right. <laughs> and which brings me to my next question, because sometimes I'll hear people say, you know, I memorize it for the class. And then like, you know, a month later, I think I almost forget it. So how do we keep that on our mind? Like, how do we keep it from becoming more than just for temporary uh, memorization? So you have those flashcards or those notes or what you wrote down or, or however you did it. I keep those together and review those periodically so that I don't forget them. Um, you know, I, I want to, as a, as a student of the Bible, I, I want to also try to apply what I'm reading I want to, I use it as, it's also as a vehicle to talk to my father, right? Yeah. Um, so reviewing those memory scriptures, are, I, I memorize the ones that um, that mean a great deal to me that uh, often is what I needed to hear or um, what I needed to work on. Yeah. Yes. So I review those. I, I want to go back to them over and over. Oh, that's good. So just pulling them back up again. You know, yeah. and even like you were saying, when you when you read the Bible and you come across a passage you've you've memorized, it it's like a, a good way to review. Um I also hear people that pray scripture. Uh so they'll like write it as a prayer, you know. So um Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Lord help me not to be anxious in anything. But today <laughs> Help me to, you know, request uh, my prayer, you know, so you can you can turn uh, the passage into a prayer and you're repeating it. It might be a little bit slightly different because you put your name in it or you put someone else's name in it. But it is another way of reinforcing uh, those passages. It's good stuff. Um, All right. Well, this is this is really helpful. Um, So what are some other tips or other wisdom for our listeners? Um, I just wanted to elaborate on. what, what I meant by perfect practice, just I did want to try to strive for the exact memorization just so I don't change the meaning that God has created through his word. <laughs> um, I do want to make sure that I am, like I said, I, I have a full understanding of, of, of what I'm memorizing when I'm reading. Also taking a minute to not just memorize it for the test, right? Um, trying to try to understand a little bit about what 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 this verse is about, maybe, maybe the other verses around it or, or the book, to whatever it is you're reading to, to put it in context, just to understand why, you know, why is this here and, and what is the true meaning of it? I, I, I think is extremely useful too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Probably even more, you know, you got me thinking that um, people memorize all kinds of other stuff. They'll memorize jokes. They'll memorize sports stats. I know people who can tell you about Every kind of stat for their favorite team. They can know songs. They can remember dates or history. They can come up with quotes or poems. I mean, like, so why not scripture, right? Like, (laughs) I, I think we can't hide behind the, oh, I can't memorize that when all these other things we can pull up out of our brain, even in our older age. So I think. (laughs) Yes, you're right. And you know what? We, uh, (laughs) you can actually use song. To memorize scripture, ah. <laughs> you remember um, I was vacation Bible school. We actually there was a song that helped us memorize 
all the books of the of New Testament. Yeah, I, forgive me for a second. I'm I'm just going to sing just a little. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Acts, Romans, two Corinthians. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember it. <laughs> Second grade VBS. I learned the new the whole New Testament. <laughs> and I haven't forgotten. I, sometimes I have to. I get a little tripped up on Ephesians, Galatians, Colossians. <laughs> um, but uh, but still, it helps me. Uh, just memorizing the books helps me uh, know where information is and 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 how to get to it. How to how to uh, how to get to that chapter and verse when I do need to look it up in the Bible, <laughs> which I still often do. But uh, but but knowing the where, where the information is also very useful. Yes, and, which, and music great. <laughs> yeah, and I think it uses a whole other part of our brain when you sing it. So hey, for those people who want to uh, memorize scripture, you could go to the Psalms because most of those were songs. You'd have to put a tune to it. I, I someone recently did. J.D. Walt recent recently did that for uh, Lent. Um, but I would. I think it's a great way for us to use a song to memorize um, and all those other things that that are there. So we. I think it's it's a desire, uh, really, that we want uh, God's word to shape us, and and from that desire, we will practice and memorize, give effort there. Well, this has been so good. Uh, thank you, Sandra. Thank you for coming on with us today. Thank you for reminding us of the importance of um, scripture and memorizing scripture. We've been really glad to be with you. Thank you. It was so uh, much fun to be here. And I want to encourage you guys, um, there is a document on the 419 website. It's called Why Memorize Scripture. Uh, you can go out there, uh, 419disciplemakers.org, and you can type in the search uh, for Why Memorize Scripture. And this, there's all the reasons why and all these great tips there, many of them that Sandra spoke about, maybe even some other ones that we haven't shared today. Um, I want to remind you, uh, too, that there's a quote from Kathleen Norris that says, If I had to find one word to describe how belief came to take hold in me, it would be repetition. (laughs) So repetition is really our key with memorizing scripture. And so thank you, Sandra, for being with us today. Thank you guys for listening. Please share this podcast with a friend or for you leaders out there, share it with your group and encourage them and and help. Accountability helps. Uh, Memorizing scriptures will change us from the inside out. And so we want this to be part of your daily practice, your weekly practice, part of your discipleship group and part of us uh, being lights to the world. So thank you, Sandra, again. Thank you for being with us. God bless you guys. Until next time. For more information, check out our website, 419disciplemakers.org. 